Greetings and welcome back to Burning Rocks. Today is Sunday, March 31st. This is episode 9. I, of course, am your host, JC, here with Rick. Hello, I'm back. He's back. Back from, the, as I said last week, the land of Mickey Mouse ears and space shuttles. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't get to see a space shuttle, but I did see a, I did see a uh, rocket go up that was uh, putting a satellite out in space. It was kind of cool. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, we had our guest host last week filled in, worked out nicely. I heard. Yeah. It was weird listening to a woman's voice on one of our podcasts. I think it's probably <laughs> the first time on our TalkCast Network shows we've had a woman. Yeah. She, she filled in great. Everything worked really well. Did a nice job. Yes. Normally, kick off the show with what you've been doing. So, what you been doing? <laughs> Have you been doing anything? You've been gone. <laughs> yeah, well, I got I got back on uh, Wednesday, so I was in game and, uh, but the patch release Flame and Frost, I went in and did all the achievements that were related to that. I did the uh, two. They're almost like a personal story type uh, quest that you you go into. It's a, it's a individualized instance, like your personal story. Uh, with rocks and Ram, the other, Ram yeah, uh, the Norn and the Char, and they were fun. They were nice. They weren't overly difficult. And then again, I'm playing an 80 with all exotic gear, so yeah, <laughs> maybe harder for people with not as good gear. But it wasn't overly difficult. But it was fun, and yeah, I got through it. And one of them, the reward was a 12 12 slot bag, which I was little disappointed in hearing it for that it's like come on 12 slots if, if you've been playing the game yeah this long already you don't have higher than a 12 slot bag you can Do, pump you it up i mean at least long shorts you gave like a 20 slot or you know yeah exactly <laughs> Make if it you're one of, the, one of the chosen few that actually got into the event on two different characters you have two of them <laughs> yes so i was a little disappointed in the rewards for that and the other one the reward the rare reward was uh fire that you can stoke and get a buff for a few minutes for a few minutes which again not not the greatest reward is that one of those new communal fire things yeah because i know they have those in the trading post not the trading post the gem shop yeah so those are available through the gem shop so yeah you get one of those for one of the events you get the bag for the other one and i mean for the time you put in, it doesn't take a lot of time to do it, so hey, it's something. But I would have liked to have gotten at least a rare or an exotic or something I could actually make some money off of <laughs> <laughs> or do something with than a bag that was useless to me and a, a fire that is a one-time use and gone deal. So Yeah, exactly. Money. Now, st- step up the rewards here if you want us to do <laughs> this kind of thing. Um, so I did that. Did the, I found all the, the search items, and there's a, there's a guy in... Um, Black Citadel, Black Citadel, that where you take yep. it back to him. Uh, he gives you he gives you a device at first, and you have to go out in the world and and find these like messages. And the device is a decoder, and it decodes the message for you. And you have to find I think there's 15 of them between the two the Shiver Peaks and the Nisa uh, okay. Plateau. So you find those you find those you bring them back to him. And, and you, you get uh, an achievement for that. So nice. So I spent my time doing that. Ran one fractal. I'm up to fractal five now. Yay, go me. Ooh, cool. <laughs> fractal five. You're further people. than I am. 
I see people on the LFG channels posting level 30, level, you know. <laughs> so my level five isn't that impressive, but it's a step up. So I did one of those. It's further and than I, I am. <laughs> yeah. So I used to looking for a group a little bit more this week. I still have yet to have one bad experience with it. It's, every time I get a group, it's been good. We finished what we set out to do and generally hasn't taken a lot of time. So Nice. Use Guild Wars LFG if you, you're looking for dungeon runs. It works nice. Very nice. Oh, what have I been doing? I have been doing World v. World. Uh, Patch went live with taking out the culling and giving us our options. And I just got to say, for me personally, I all my worries are gone. It doesn't lag any more than it ever did with anything turned on. I just see everyone now. So, Do you see everyone or do you see a lot of nameplates? I see a lot. I have mine... And I think medium and medium, the two settings. Um, and I still see a lot of nameplates. I have everything set highest and highest. So I see every, I see everything. And it doesn't lag any more than it did when we had large... The only time I lag is when we got all three servers in like SM or something. Fighting for it. Yes. Or you get a mega zerg from one side or the other. I'll have to turn those settings up. I wish they, I wish they quantified the settings better than... Low, medium, and high. You know, they gave you a number, so yeah. you kind of knew what you were committing to when you, when you switch something. Yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, it's, it really. I think your computer can handle it fairly well. Yeah, I get pretty much the same rig you do. So yeah, so um, I will have to change that setting before yeah. next World v. World night. Yeah. So yeah, I've been doing that, uh, setting up yet another guild. The drama llama got a hold of our last guild and <laughs> don't I'm too old to be dealing with stuff like that so and a few <laughs> others that felt the same so we all kind of broke off and made our own again so. yeah for those of fans listening to the show if you look on our website it says we're on dark haven we've changed now we only yes. moved we are now henge of den ravi people so yep. if you're looking for us that's the <clears throat> server we're on it's the server we're on you'll see us around sooner or later <laughs> Although my, neither one of my characters look anything like they do on the website post anymore. <laughs> changed gear. Changed gear. It happens. Um, yeah, the first real big thing I think we're going to talk about this week is the patch notes. That uh, March 26 patch that came through. All kinds of goodness. And when they said this was a big patch, they weren't kidding. Flame and Frost... Uh, the raising, that part is in there, and that's a step in the right direction. We talked a little bit about that with what you've been doing this week. They made a ton of open world and instance adjustments to a bunch of stuff. Um, there's, of course, the achievements to go along with the living story stuff. And you get into the new features and content. There are now leaderboards. Uh, they, they've started recording data for leaderboards on March 26th. Um, initially, the leaderboards will feature World v. World rankings, player versus player rankings, and total achievement points. So there's something there for your, your World v. World crowd, your structured PvP crowd, and your PvE crowd. So, have you checked? Have you been out there and checked them out yet? I don't think they're posted yet, and that's that's the next thing. It says, yeah. as of March 26, your existing scores will be silently posted to the leaderboards while we watch for the top leaders to stabilize. These scores will take into account 
uh, these scores will take into account some of your past accomplishments slash ratings. Once stable, we will display the leaderboards for players. We currently don't have an exact date for that release. Ah, uh, okay. So they're still working on it. So the boards are there, they just aren't public, and they're collecting the data and waiting for things to stabilize. So, Well, I don't have to worry about my name showing up anywhere near the top of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's a big thing for the structured PvP guys. Yes, it is. They, they wanted that uh, player rating system, and I think they're moving in a decent direction with the structured PvP. I'm just hoping it isn't too late. And it doesn't seem to be because they keep pulling more and more people into the game. So... World v. World, uh, in addition to eliminating the culling and the... Um, oh, Koopy, I just took a pen apart on my lap. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, fumble. In addition to... <laughs> anyways. Anyways. In addition to the culling being taken away and the culling settings, the new settings being put in, they have added World v. World ranks. We talked a little bit about this on past podcasts, but... The system is in place, and oof, I love it. I love it. It's definitely pulled me back into World v. World. It is. I, I was once I had my uh, tokens for my legendary. I, I wasn't in there anymore, and I, I didn't have a reason to go in there. But uh, the rankings made me get back in there this week, and I played a lot more than I had prior yeah. two weeks. Exactly, and that's being in there now. It's like I want to go back in there and earn these points for these different abilities that you have. All the different cool, the the more damage versus guards and less damage taken from guards and the mercenaries and the ballista. I guess the ballista stuff actually gives you different shots. Like when you fire a ballista, there's a split shot. Oh, instead of having just the three abilities, when you go to the ballista, you'll have four and five open? I don't know if it opens four and five. I didn't go to the ballista route, but I, I um, heard Blades talking about it. One of our friends said that it actually split shots. And oh. it's one of the abilities, just instead of being the single-shot ability, it splits. Okay, well, here, we'll take a minute to run through. Here are, the, here are the upgrades you can buy. There's first Guard Killer, which increases the damage to enemy guards. Opposing that, there is Defense Against Guard, so you can raise your defense against the guards as well. So you have the one, either one of those two. Mm-hmm. And then you have Mercenaries Bane, which increases the damage to and reduces the damage from Mercenaries. Which, to me, seems kind of unfair that you could because mercenaries bane gives you both the same yeah. plus and minus that guard killer and defense against the guards gives you but it costs the same thing but the the mercenaries are that's the hylic and the all those guys the hylic and the um ogres and the dredge and stuff so they're they're neutral by nature mm-hmm. so i i think just lumping them both together is not a huge deal. Like I think, it, I think it would be a huge deal if there was one that. Well, actually, I don't even know. Do you wonder? I wonder if the guard killer applies just to guards, or if it applies to like everybody who's around a encampment where you have the like the scouts who sit there and blind you all the time. If they if they they count as a guard, or if it's truly just the guards who are on the field with the flags. Oh, that's an interesting question. I guess it doesn't. It doesn't really say what they apply to. I think it is the guys around the keeps in the towers as well. Think so? I would think. Uh, maybe. See, I'm... I don't know. I didn't know it classified as a mercenary. I didn't know if like a scout classified as a mercenary. No, the mercenaries are the Hylic, the Quagga, oh, the, the Ogres, okay. and the Dredge. So, I know that much. All right. 
Moving on. The uh, next ability is Siege Bunker, which reduces the siege damage you take. Then you have Siege Might, which increases the damage done with siege attacks. That one seems really good to me. Siege Bunker doesn't seem so, like, unless you want to stay in the narrow cart fire, which actually is probably, now that I think about it, yeah, it's probably a good thing. It get, when you, if you're attacking a door, and you, or, or you're, if you're the person who's sitting there with a ram and you're mm. trying to bash the door, you know you, want, you probably want somebody with a Siege Bunker ability. Definitely. Uh, then you have Supply Capacity. Which is the which is, no-brainer, but it's so freaking expensive. Yes. So far, okay, the the guard, the two guard killers and the mercenaries Bane at the top, those were all, the first level was one point. And you can actually max out, there's five tiers, and you can max out all five tiers, I think, for 15 total points. Yep. Um, on those three. Siege Bunker is two points for the first ones and 30 for the whole thing. Siege Might is five for the first one. And I, 75. 75 for the whole thing. Yep. And then Supply Capacity is 20 points for the first and 300? Yep. For, for the entire five? For the entire five. Yeah. And then we have... Well, yeah, it's insanely expensive. The funny thing is that, that you could max out every other one of the tiers on every other item for the same amount it takes you just to get supply capacity maxed out. Yeah. yeah. If you added up the full max on every other ability, it doesn't come up to 300. Wow. So it's... Yeah, it's just amazing expensive. I'm doing supply last, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I've, got, then, I've gone with the guard damage and guard reduce, reduction damage first on both my characters. See, and I took Mercenary's Bane for the first couple, and now I'm kind of regretting that because I thought that applied to the scouts. I'm going to have to start leveling guard killer and guard defense too. Well, Mercenary's Bane will be good for us when we're running around. The two of us might be able to flip a highlight camp then together. Yeah, it, it's okay, but I, I mean, I like to wade into the supply camps and basically grab the four or five guys that are around there and just pull them into me. So I think defense against the guards is where I will start. Okay. That's kind of the role I fill. But anyway, <laughs> off top. <laughs> last last two are Cannon Mastery and Ballista Mastery. You're speaking of Ballista Mastery. It gives you a couple more abilities. Also, improve, It just says improves cannon use or improves ballista skills. So yeah. It doesn't say exactly. Well, if you're actually in the game right now, I don't know if you are, but you mm-hmm. can hover over each little pip and it'll tell you what it does. Okay. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, wiki right now, and here's cannon mastery. I guess one basic fire removes boons. Yep. Two increases cannon damage by half a percent. Three grape shot does more bleed damage. Four increase all blast radius, and five increases chill duration. That's all with the cannon. Yep. And then the ballista. The first one is the spread shot with the ballista. Yep. That might be worth just sticking five points in. Well, it's five points, but still, just to get that ability. Um, two, increase ballista damage by 2%. Three, fires faster bolts. Well, that's going to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody yep. gets that one and is in well, a good position. They're easy to dodge right now anyways. So. Yeah. If four increases ballista range, things already got a range, a huge range, and it's going to make them even bigger. <clears throat> And five increases the scatter shot radius. So the ballista mastery actually seems like that. That could make ballistas a lot more useful. I, I think I would put yeah. points in there before I would go for the cannon. Oh yeah, definitely before a cannon. I, I've used the ballista way more than I've ever used a cannon. So yeah. So those are the ranks and the things you can get. They're all 
they're all pretty useful in World v. World, and I think they'll help people start to identify roles for their characters a little better. Yeah. If you, if you have a guild of, say, I don't know, 20, 30 people, you know, you can have people focus on, okay, these are going to be the the guys with the defense and going and take out the individuals. Here's our siege people that we want on the siege equipment. And it starts defining the roles within the guild a little better where everybody has something that they particularly are good at. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so beyond world v. world, of course. Um, well, actually, no, let's, let's step back. They added more armor and weapon options to the armor vendors in World v. World, and this is actually really kind of neat. They, all the, um, well, I shouldn't say all the things, but they've added different um, stat prefixes. Combinations. Combinations. So you have knights. Um, I know carrion's in there. I know berserkers is in there, and clerics is in there for sure. I think that might be it. There might be one more. But they've added those five stat combinations, and so you can buy... Um, those stat combinations with your badges and a little bit of coin. And then also they added like five different armor sets, skins for each class or each armor type. So there's five light skins and five medium skins and five heavy skins. And there's stuff that's already in the game, but it's stuff you can spend your badges on, get a bit different look. I know I'm going to go that way with my thief and put one of those skins on it for sure. Or if you're kind of like me and you, you got a skin that you like, you can still spend your badges on it if you got nothing better to spend them on. And then yeah. break them down and get some Ecto or something out of them. Uh, I think somewhere in these notes there's something saying you can no longer um, break no? down something you get by from a vendor. Yes, you can. I just did it, well, I guess I, I, do it, yeah, I did it this week after the did patch went live. I bought something from, with a... Uh, Twilight Arbor hmm. stats. I bought a I bought a uh, helmet. Huh. And I wonder if 80 it's... exotic helmet, and I broke it down for Ecto. Huh. I wonder if it's. So I had nothing else to use the, the tokens for. Different type of vendor or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not like a non-token vendor. Oh. So. Maybe a Karma vendor. They always Karma ones. They put a lot of restrictions on what you can do with them. Yeah. Karma's so easy to come by. They don't want to flood the market with stuff. Yeah, I know. I, but yeah, I know. I did it with TA, with it, some TA pieces, and that was this week. So that had to be after the patch. So that worked. Oh, I haven't okay. tried World World. I have to do it. But yeah, I, for me, I, I'm just focused on getting, <laughs> you know, getting ectos and money. So. Yep. Uh, I'm focused on something brand new that we'll talk about later. Now. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um. Okay, now we can step out of World View World. Stepping out there, they added more guild content. A new mission type, Guild Bounty Training, is available in Tier 3 of the Art of War tree. Um, basically what this is, is it earns influence for your guild. There are three new guild bounty targets that have been added that are for the smaller guilds. These guilds that say, Where, where's our stuff? The, the five and ten man guilds are like, how how do we get our thing? How do we get to do this? Why don't you forgot about us in the process of this? Saying that went back and corrected it a bit. I imagine as we go on month to month here, they'll probably get some guild rush and some of the other things as they go on. So I don't know how well the guild rush scales. So it might just be a thing that the guild bounties were the only thing that didn't scale real well and was really kind of holding back those guilds. I haven't, yeah, because the, the I only did 
I have only done the bounty one so far, and I did it twice, no, three times with our our former guild, and uh, we completed it the first time. The other two times we didn't. Those those bosses just they're tough. Yeah. <laughs> if you get a small guild, I can't imagine trying to beat any one of them with less than you know fifteen people. Yep. In addition to the guild bounty training, they added new weapon skins to the guild commendation vendor. And these are actually some pretty pretty neat weapon skins. Kind of remind me of uh, Final Fantasy-ish type pillory type stuff. Real thick, broad looking things. It's kind of cool. What it would, uh, a couple of skins I looked at. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that they, they've introduced with the uh, Flame and Frost. Now they got the all the well, they're basically flames. They all look like flame swords and flame. The fused like weapons. The, yeah, the fused weapons. The flame greatsword. But I yeah. gotta get keys to open black lion chest, as you said, to get that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start doing map completion on low level characters. <laughs> Which sucks. Yeah, I know. I oh, got better or, things to do with my time. Or just give them a little bit of money and buy five keys. But be careful if you start going that path, people. <laughs> that if you if you're not very focused, you could end up running a lot of money through the arena in that system really quickly. Yeah, trying to get trying to get the sword. Yep. No, I like my sword now. If I happen to come across a key, I'll take a shot. But oh well. Oh, balance, bug fixing, and polish. World polish. We aren't going to go through all these because there are literally there's got to be fifty of them here. Mm-hmm. Go f- go find the patch notes. <laughs> wiki Guild Wars Two, wiki dot Guild Wars Two dot com backslash wiki backslash game updates. Look for March twenty sixth. You can look at them all. Anything from Blaze Ridge steps all the way to gosh, everywhere Iron Marshes, Cursed Shore, yeah, Wayfarer Foothills, everything. They change stuff all over the place. And also did a couple of general. Fixes. Um, let's see anything here that was really. Oh, they fixed the fixed the bug where a player could be removed from an instance they were exploring without a party. So you won't be removed from an instance if you're alone anymore. Um, players who are all alone in the instance will no longer be kicked from it if they're invited and uninvited from a party. So if you get uninvited from a party, you won't get kicked out of the bit anymore which is nice for those that party a lot I don't do much of this <laughs> uh, a few fractal changes they change the imbued shamans and rage buff icon <laughs> and the volcanic fractal there's a lot of little polish things here there's new uh... now this this is pretty big the players should no longer be downed if they have a reflecting crystal and the jade maw dies. So, yeah, I forget that every time I've killed jade maw three times and I get killed on this final blast every time. Pick up a crystal, hold on to it, you'll survive. Yep. <laughs> There's always somebody who's smart enough to do it and then revives the rest of the party. The last one I was in, all five, four of the five of us died. <laughs> one <laughs> person's reviving us all. That's funny. It's basically if you're not holding a crystal when you kill jade maw, you die. We'll we'll avoid the personal story. Uh, things just for spoiler reasons, but there have been about 10 or 15 personal story changes. Um, let's get around here. Let's get around to the classes. Yeah. Classes got all kinds of different things. The engineer had a freaking book thrown at him as far yeah. as changes. 
Uh, Elementalist was slight changes, probably about five or six changes here. Yeah, nothing too exciting there from the Elementalist. They still haven't, they still haven't addressed. The, the core issues with the elementals that there's just like, like they said in the interview that we talked about two weeks ago that there's just one build that works and that they're too they're not the jack of all trades they're supposed to be so yeah. they got a lot of work to do on LEs and this patch wasn't it yep no this patch was the patch for the engineer engineers yeah. had oh god everything they had a bunch of traits adjusted the package stimulants trait rifle barrels trait forceful explosions trait fireforge trait Grenadier trait. So, all those traits adjusted, and they beefed up the uh, turrets some more. I am seeing turret builds popping up on forums and Reddit and such, and uh, people are people are trying out some of these changes and hopefully get a bit more uh, versatility to the to the already quite versatile engineer, in my opinion. <laughs> um. Yeah, Guardians, just a couple things. Mesmers, a couple things. Mesmers, uh, one big thing for Mesmerism. Well, any of these Guardian changes stick out to you at all? No, no. They're, they're, most, they're, they're just small tweaks here and there. It just, it's, it's correcting abilities that weren't getting applied properly the way they were. They, they, weren't, they didn't change the ability. It just wasn't working the way it was supposed to. Okay. Yeah, the Mesmer, they changed Spatial Surge, uh, spatial surge on the Greatsword. Now, that's that's your number one, your your auto-attack, your nice beam with your hovering Greatsword in between your hands. And what this beam now does is strike up to two enemies that it passes through in addition to your primary target. So, if you're a Greatsword Mesmer, you're going to want to start targeting people in the back. And, and get that get that bonus hits on those people in between. If you can line people up in a straight line, the more power to you. Which I could totally see, like, if you used your focus for a temporal curtain, pulled everyone together, and then used your greatsword to shoot through them all. It might work. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're, the, no, you're the mesmer here. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. more than I do. Yeah, that could be... It'd be interesting to see how well that works. Someone said that they... um they like nerfed the mesmers, but I didn't notice it at all. Really. Well, they were th the the thing. I heard that that they were giving you that greatsword skill because they were going to nerf some of the uh, damage done by your clones. They were going to try to reduce the clone things, but I don't see any nerf here to the clones. So, yeah, that might be coming down the road. Yep. So, well, I look forward to that. <laughs> Although it's I. I my main was a thief from the start, so up until I went to my Mesmer. And that's, even through all the nerfs of the thief, I never thought they went unreasonably low. That's the nice thing about ArenaNet, is they really take their time and analyze the numbers before they make any of the changes, and I don't overreact to <laughs> everyone shouting. So. Mm -hmm. uh, Necromancers, got about five or six things here. Um... Bone Fiend now correctly fires two projectile projectiles underwater. Uh, Dark Path is now unblockable. Yeah, a lot of these fixes look like they're just, like you said with the Guardian, it's just correcting things that weren't operating properly. 
Yeah, it's not like they changed. I mean, the ability still says the same thing. If you look at it, it's just that now it's working the way it was intended to. For some reason, the, when they originally put the abilities out there, it didn't function the way they, they that the tool tips or when you hovered over it, what it said it was supposed to do, it wasn't quite doing that. So they were making some fixes, but yeah, they didn't change it. They didn't. It's not a nerf or a buff. It's just a fix. Yep. So. Uh, let's see, Ranger. Now I know Ranger got hit. There's something that's kind of overarching through all this that affected a great bunch of classes, but I'm going to bring it up here at Ranger because it has made a lot of Rangers. Like, we have a friend, Rai, who was on the show last week. Her Ranger is useless to her now. She she How she played her Ranger, she can't find a good build, so she's now playing her Warrior more. Uh, and that's the haste change. They've cut the haste change now what was it? Instead of giving an extra 100% speed, like doubling the speed of your attacks, it now only 1.5s the speed of your attacks. It only adds 50% more attack speed. And that's like a huge deal for Rangers because they had next to nothing else. So, and they, uh, they said that was a PvP balance issue more than anything else was the reason they made that change. Yeah, so... And it's, it's the way it is sometimes. Something's going to affect you. And with something as hugely overarching as haste, it kind of, they can't separate that from, well, they probably could structure PvP versus regular yeah. PvP. But you but still have it, World v. World. And Aina has said that they, they try as as much as possible not to make differences between PvP and PvE. They want builds and classes to play the same no matter where you go with them so they, they try very hard not to do that if at all possible yep so rangers good luck hope you, hope you find some um, maybe maybe it's just trapping now it's the best way to go with a ranger uh thieves thieves okay so the culling is eliminated um when they come out of stealth now, if they attacked, their revealed buff is now 4 seconds long. If they didn't attack, their revealed buff is 3.5 seconds long. Yes, you get a revealed, or I should say debuff. You get a revealed debuff even if you don't attack out of stealth now. Coincidentally, it's easier, well, I shouldn't say it's easier to deal with thieves, but you never wonder what killed you. Yep. You see them when they kill you, which is a wonderful thing. And, and honestly, it's made playing my thief a lot more enjoyable. And you can't perma stealth anymore yeah. as a thief. You, you, I've, I've run into a couple of thieves since the patch in, in World B World, and I've seen them disappear, and then I see them reappear. <laughs> Whereas before, it'd be like I ne- they disappeared, and it's like, oh, they're gone. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and, but now. Now they reappear, and hey, they're still fast. They still have a lot of abilities. They can get away. They can create distance. I'm a guardian. I don't have a lot of speed skills, so they can get away from me. If they stealth and, and get any kind of distance on me, they're going to get away, but at least I can see them. <laughs> it's it, it's a little disheartening when they just disappear, and you're like, well, where are they? They could be behind me. They could be... Now at least I know they're running away. Or, or you die to one, and you're stomped out by someone you saw, but you know it's not the thief. And you never see the thief appear. And it's I like, <laughs> yes, you're a guardian. We know you don't die. I don't die to thieves. Thieves hit me hard, but I don't die to them. I was uh, 
I was a glass cannon thief, so I, I've actually changed up the way I play a bit more now. Um, condition thief, condition thief. Uh, not, no, I'm not conditioned. I'm, I'm a power thief, a power tank thief. So that would be if I if I ever finish leveling my thief who's like 55 right now, I would be a condition thief. Yeah, condition thieves are fun. Um, they they had some changes with condition stuff. Uh, Caltrops they reduce the duration from 15 seconds to 10 seconds, and it now puts down a red ring to indicate its radius on the map for the enemy. So, um, and then they the Caltrops from uncatchable, uh, the increased effective radius was increased by 50%. So, some neat stuff there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed Condition Thief. I really should finish leveling him, but I'm so focused right now on playing my Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've left my Thief go, but um, I did enjoy... I, I've enjoyed in PvE, at least. I haven't even brought him in PvP yet, but I've enjoyed in PvE playing him. Yep. And last but not least, of course, is the Warrior. Um, so they extended the range on kick. You lunge forward a little bit now when you activate it. Um, the banners, uh, they kind of buffed all the banners, increasing the toughness and vitality on the banner of defense. Um, they increased the precision on banner discipline, increased the power on banner of strength, power and condition damage, I should say. Uh, the healing on banner of tactics. So uh, banners all got a buff, buff across the board. So if you're playing in Worldly World or with friends in Dungeon, you may see some banner play a bit more now, which is annoying for me because I hate it because I always pick up their banners. I know. That's the worst part of a banner warrior is that they set it down and you go to loot and you're running around and you press the F button and all of a sudden you're carrying a banner and now you can't swing your weapon. And... <laughs> Arena net make warriors banners unpickable. Make Un- them not. Yeah, make them so other people can't pick them up. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to pick up a warrior's banner. Why would I want to pick up a warrior's banner? Let yeah. the warrior pick up his own damn banner. I ain't gonna pick it up for him. I suppose if if there's a banner warrior, he can. Let him move it. <laughs> but it can't he drop all three at once? I don't know enough about warriors. I don't know what warriors can do. Mind I just know. I, I just know that the banners. Granted, the buffs are nice, but damn it, they get in my way. <laughs> Yep. A um, couple of racial skills. The Charzuka Elite skill no longer consumes ammunition when the player uses healing and utility skills. It's kind of nice. And Norn players in Raven form are no longer prevented from using skills after using Wind Blast. So, well, you Raven, there you go. Norn, you got, you got a little bit of love there. Uh, Structured player versus player... Disconnecting from the game removes you from your roster before a match has started. Uh, rosters that lose their submit status opens up roster UI. What does that mean? No. <laughs> I'm just reading from the patch notes here. Um, disconnecting gives kill credit to opponents. There you Finally go. Did UDC. <laughs> UDC, they get credit for killing you. Daily. No more copping out and jumping out of game. You PvPers, you know who you are. <laughs> and this is probably the biggest thing, honestly, with the structured PvP, this patch. Daily and monthly laurels can now be obtained through PvP or PvE achievements. You cannot endurn, uh, endurn. You cannot earn additional laurels from doing both. Players can simply choose to do one or the other. Wow, hmm. I may just go do structured PvP for my daily then, because it's so much quicker. <laughs> 
It's like jumping into World v World to get if there's yeah. a achieve if there's one for doing quests or yep. not quests, whatever you call them. Exactly. <laughs> Just go kill a bunch of supply caravans. Yep. Um. The da, 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 da. Uh, some map saying. stuff. Nothing else exciting there. Yep, a couple little map changes. Uh, we talked about World v World. A couple little polish changes there. Basically, game breaking bugs they're fixing. Uh, Black Lion Trading Company. We talked about this a bit. Uh, the fused weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, until April first, it is free to transfer to all medium population worlds. This created a gold rush. There are no more medium population worlds. Population worlds, yeah. <laughs> so good luck if you want to. Take At least it. not in the United States. There are some in the European, oh. on the European servers. There were, but the U.S. servers are all high or very high population. Yeah. We know we just switched servers. <laughs> yeah. We thought we were hoping to get to one that was medium and make it free, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. That is what it is. Couple of improvements. Uh, they redid the store face front, which I don't care for as much as the old one. I like the old one better, but it's more of a carousel thing now instead of a standard three. Not really an improvement, then, was it? It was a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion whether or not it's improvement. Yeah. Um. <laughs> let's see. They renamed a bunch of items for clarity. The black lion key is now called the black lion chest key. Evan Nashblade's box of fun is now just box of fun. The black lion merchant express is now just merchant express, and so on and so forth. They like renamed just about everything. Uh, they updated. Uh, well, let's see. There were a couple of bug fixes, clipping issues, and whatnot. They updated the user agreement. So when you download this patch, if you haven't yet, if you're listening to the show, I'm sure you probably have, uh, you had to sign a new user agreement. And what did they change in that new user agreement? Um, They changed NCSoft to NCSoft with all capital letters. Um, Added content to indicate whether specific agreement applies to an EU or non-EU player. Added a link to the second regional user agreement. Added definition to Guild Wars 2 account display names in Section 1C. And added references to Guild Wars 2 account display names where relevant. If you're like me, you just scrolled to the bottom and said, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically what those are is don't do anything stupid. You won't, you won't get in trouble. It's like, okay. They could put in there you're signing over your firstborn and I'd still click okay because I don't read the dumb thing. <laughs> I don't think I don't think probably ninety percent of the people who play ninety five percent of the people who play read the dumb thing. So there's going to be a very evil video game company that's going to come through and do that at some point. <laughs> some com- yeah, some company at one point in time is going to just yeah. you signed it. So some company that has like a monthly fee is going to say if you don't log in within a month, your fee doubles. Yeah, something like that. You signed it. You yeah. signed it. You said okay. You need a lawyer to understand these agreements sometimes. It's like, I'm just going to sit and read all that. I want to play the game. And so overall, the patch notes, oh God, patch has been wonderful. A lot of a lot of good stuff in here. And even the performance of the game seems to be, I don't know if it did for you at all, but when I logged in after the patch, performance seemed to be up a bit. So I yeah. they optimized a bit more stuff. I, I'm seeing more spell effects than I had seen before. Less laggy. Mm-hmm. 
a little better. That too. So. Oh, one big thing that kind of went under the radar and either we missed it in the notes or it wasn't in the notes. It wasn't in the notes because it didn't come out until actually today, I think. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. Your oh. titles now oh, yeah. display under your name, which I was like, yay, finally people will see my title that I've earned. And for some people, it's not a big deal. But for people like me that my time in Guild Wars 1, I had a good time and I kind of like to show that off. I put my Guild Warrior title up there. Now I know it isn't the God walking amongst mere mortals title, but still, it's, <laughs> I spent a fair amount of time in Guild Wars 1. And like, I've seen quite a uh, few people actually with that God walking amongst mere mortals title. Yeah. It's a, it's a good title. That's uh, <laughs> that's for finishing all 50 Hall of Monuments things. So Yeah, not happening. Nope. No, it's not happening for me either. Just some of those things are just hugely, hugely grindy. But it is what it is. So, yeah, something that kind of got snuck into the patch and slowly has been piecing its way out through Reddit. I've seen a couple of things for this. I saw the page go up for it. And without it just had the header on it. And then I saw a couple of posts about some weapon skins and things people are getting like continue coins and baubles and it's like what is all this stuff well i saw the achievements after the patch did you you notice on the achievement panel that they were there no i did not notice i I don't Uh, look at my achievement panel too much but no i was like i was looking at it after the patch because i was looking at um the living story achievements because i wanted to make sure i hit all of them and i saw and it was down at the bottom of uh, down at the bottom of the pane there was super puzzle box like what the heck is this? <laughs> or Super Adventure Box? Yep. And um, I was reading it, and it, I'm, I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> but it didn't make any sense because none of it was actually in game at the time when I was looking at it. And it was funny because I was I was looking at it, and I'm looking at all these little things. I'm like, "Oh, cool! They're doing some fun little jumping puzzle for April Fools." And I'm looking at all the stuff and thinking, okay, cool. Well, there's these skins, and you'll probably get them really cheaply and really easily, and the puzzle will be around for two, three days and go away. And they dropped it today, about probably about five hours ago or so. Mm-hmm. And it is the Super Adventure Box, and it's kind of part April Fool's Day joke, part serious event, part. Awesome. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgic awesomeness. <laughs> um, they, they gotta go uh, guildwars2.com backslash en backslash the game backslash releases backslash April 2013. April dash 2013 backslash. And it will bring you to the page. And this, <laughs> this is insanely huge. And the, I guess the coolest thing is it's running all month, all month long. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is going to be, like, all the weapon skins are permanent. They will be in-game. And, I mean, if you played video games in the late 80s, early 90s, this, this is a love letter to you, seriously. The amount of stuff in here is just crazy. Yeah, it brings you back. definitely has a... a... I mean, the people look at the graphics. If you look at pictures of it, you're going to say to yourself, oh, there's Minecraft. Yeah. Because it, 
it has a Minecraft kind of look to it, but it doesn't. It's it's not playing Minecraft. It's not that first person. Your character from the game is in there. It's third person, just like you're running around with your character normally. Um, character models the same. Yep, character models the same. They don't dumb it down or anything. It's just the world around you is very pixelated, and uh, it, it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's just uh, something to do to 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 change it up get out if you're sick of world v world or you're sick of pvp and you just want something different to do this is a nice change of pace with a little reward there for you another skin for your for your weapon or there was a backpack as well a backpack skin backpack skin is pretty cool yeah but honestly this is my this is my focus right now until this goes away i want <laughs> i want like all those weapons. i want the sword i want the staff as, oh geez, staff is really cool. Got the bird on top of it, and it flaps its wings and turns its head and stuff. And <laughs> it's just oh. this is all. This super adventure box is brought to you by an assassin named Moto. Uh, he created the super adventure box, Tyria's first and only virtual reality simulator. For the first time, Moto is allowing adventurers to enter his creation. Just talk to him in Radasum. So of course, as any event, Radasum is packed right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure as this heats up this week, it's going to be, uh, we're going to see overflow servers for Um But yeah, it's dropping you in this world. And uh, when I first described it to you, I was trying to say, I think Zelda meets mm-hmm. Mario meets a jumping puzzle. It's really kind of just the, the kookiness and craziness of this. If you go to the website, there's a, <laughs> There's a really great '80s style commercial for it. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun to get in there, play, run around, yeah, a lot of jumping. Um, you don't have, I mean, it's it's you have five lives when you start. Each life has three hearts, so three hits and you're dead. Um, you can earn that real though. There you, there are three of them that are locked out, and I haven't found that yet. So. Yeah, so the, and the world, it it can be, I think, if you just tear through it and you go lin- very linear, try to get through it to the end, probably won't take you a whole lot of, it'll, I mean, it'll take you a lot of time, but not like months or weeks yeah. of grinding. I mean, if you wanted to explore every area to the nth degree, though, because you can buy shovels and there's places you can dig, you can buy bombs and there's places you can blow up walls. Um, once you get up into the tree area and you're jumping around up there you can get onto the side walls and start running back to other areas that you came from and but you're like up higher than being on the ground floor i mean it just it, it's layered and it's leveled and it's really big vertically yes so that you don't realize how big it is when you're just running around on the ground floor how big the area actually is to explore it could yep. take you a long time definitely and it's, gosh, I'm still finding, I want to go back in there and play even more. Now, just all the little nooks and crannies. Um, there are three levels to it, apparently. Um, let's see, what does it say here? It says, Moto has created three levels full of pogo mushrooms, platform puzzles, bunny tornadoes, and more. Don't worry about taking a tumble. We've turned off the falling damage and turned up the fun. So if you, that is the nice thing. If you fall, you don't get hurt. You only get hurt from getting hit by enemies. So if you can avoid the enemies, you won't get hurt. Oh, I should take that back. There's water you can get hurt into. Green water. That Green is water. Blue water is fine. Yep. 
So why 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 do we play this? Big it's a break fun. In the game. Yeah. yeah. Big fun, fun. big rewards. You'll earn baubles by slaying varmints, exploring the virtual world and of Super Adventure Box. Exchange the baubles for weapon skins and skills. Skills? I didn't see any skills. From the shopkeepers inside the box. Or redeem your baubles. Oh, yeah. Okay, skills. That's right. (laughs) That makes sense. That would be like the shovel and the uh, health potion and the bombs and such. Um... Or you can redeem your baubles for special weapon skins from Moto himself. And that's actually in the game. And that's what we were talking about, the greatsword skins and the staff skins and such. So, you earn baubles, trade baubles in for bigger baubles, and trade bigger baubles in for weapon skins. Yep, and there's a lot of weapon slots and things in, the, in your toolbar that aren't open yet in the game. We've only gone through level one, or I have. You've gone a little further, but... Yep. Um, I'm sure there's a a lot to do yet. <laughs> well, I've been to level three. We didn't complete level three, but the, I'm sure I missed probably 75% of it. Like you said, you can go very linear, linearly through it, but you're going to miss a ton of it. This yeah. is one of those things to enjoy on a slow burn. Explore. Follow the animals. If they aren't attacking you, follow them. They may lead you special places. Um, hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> and just get out there and explore these worlds because this oh, it's crazy and Guild Wars here uh, just as a point of trivia for you for you gamers out there um, the character Mario popular throughout Nintendo was created by Sergi Miyamoto hence the term Moto creating uh-huh. the game box uh-huh. that's a nod to Nintendo's or the creator of Mario and if you actually go to the NCSoft site for the April patch, and you scroll all the way down to the bottom. The bottom of the page looks like a, and they have like Super Nintendo mock-up box for the Super Adventure box, and have the seal of ArenaNet of approval, seal of approval from ArenaNet, kind of nodding to that old seal Nintendo seal of approval. Yeah, and when you log into the game, even the music on your character select screen. Did you notice this now? I saw that it, ahead of time. The, 8-bit version I, of the Guild Wars theme. Somewhere, it's out there somewhere, and you can get that downloaded, and someone wanted it for their form, and dude extracted it and put it out there, so. Yeah, but it's it's now in there when you're doing your character select, you're listening to the little, like, uh, Mario version of the Guild Wars song. Can't wait to log back in. <laughs> so, enjoy that. Month of April. Big, uh, big fun. That... We'll do it for our news, which brings us to our top three. And being a holiday weekend, it being Easter today and all, and me being behind on the show notes, we didn't have a top three to the last moment, so our top three is going to be the top three events ArenaNet has done so far. Now, it's kind of cheating, because how many have there been? Four? (laughs) Not many, uh, not yet. But... Got to talk about something. Yeah, we got to talk about something. So we went with events because it's the holiday and the new event just came out. And our lists actually synced up nicely. So we're going to hit this all in one felt swoop. So our first, our number three event was Winter's Day. Was nice, little repetitive. Little, little repetitive. I think the length of the event really kind of set that. Like if that event had been around for just a week and you had... Like ticks hit a 
city a day and then mm-hmm. spent the weekend in Lion's Arch and then it was done, I think it would have been much better. Yeah, they want to give everybody a chance to do it. Yeah. So they, they, I understand why they stretched it out. I just wish there would have been kind of a, a bigger payoff at the end. I wish Tix's final dun- dungeon would have been significantly different from when he visited all the other cities. I, the lion, I thought the Lion's Arch event would have been significantly different, and it, it wasn't. So, yeah. Again, the payoff wasn't. That's that's kind of the theme I'm I'm getting with Aiden. Is I, I want more payoff for the time I invest in these events. <laughs> <laughs> I think really, if they goal, the, each day yeah. they move that workshop, they added something to it. And I think what they should have done is it should have changed from day to day yeah. on each of the things, and then the final when it hit Lions Arch, put them all together, and that would been would have seemed more epic. I think. Yeah, the the pay yeah the payoff just didn't. I was I was hoping when they got I'm like okay each one of the cities is gonna have their own little twist and yeah each one had a little bit different when you were inside and doing doing the thing and but then when you get the when you got the Lions Arch didn't really change a whole lot I was a little disappointed in that yeah but other <laughs> so, than that, so it felt repetitious yeah other than that it was really nice the presence yeah like no oh, the 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 bell game was fun they had that yeah. you could you know the rock band type bell game oh, I forgot um, they they had a lot of little other things. It wasn't just about ticks. The the cities looked nice. The you know change to the graphics, the snowball fights. And there the was a lot puzzle. in Winter's Day. The jumping puzzle was actually good. They learned a bit from Halloween. You're never gonna stuff. hear me compliment a jumping puzzle. No, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, know. <sighs> I suck at jumping. That's I'm I'm getting actually pretty good at them, which is scary. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then number two for us is Halloween, the Halloween event, the um, week-long deterioration of the Lion's Arch statue, the scavenger hunt around the world. That was neat. I like that on Halloween. Yeah, the entrance of the Mad King. Um, it's a lot of fun. Then you had the you had the Mad King's maze you could do. You had the clock tower. Um, mm, clock tower? <laughs> you had a... Uh, Few other things too. I can't. Remember. I can't remember some of them. They, that was when the costume brawl first came out. I think was Halloween. Yep, costume brawl. Um, the uh, the Mad King's maze was a big thing. I like that. And then of course he had the doors out in the. Mm-hmm. And it was the first holiday event for ArenaNet, so they really yeah. kind of everything like now we're kind of used to what ArenaNet kind of does for the holidays. Like we saw similar things on Winter's Day with the presents being around the world and such. Yeah. That and carving pumpkins. Carving pumpkins, yeah, exactly. It is <laughs> I got that achievement. Okay. Yes, so did I. My title, Pumpkin Carver. Um And then of course the Mad King coming out and having his instance for the five man groups that was all really, really well done and other than the tower being a bit Tough. Ridiculous. <laughs> Tough. Well, there are some people out there who go, oh, that was nothing. I did that daily for stuff. And it's like, okay. And then, of course, all the weapon skins that came out on Halloween. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they did really well-run event. Really, I think, wowed the community for their first um, holiday event. Mm-hmm. And number one, and it may just be the newness of it all, and it may just be that we're children of the late 80s, early 90s, but this April event, this super <laughs> adventure box, and this may 
lose its charm over the course of the month, but so far it's amazing, and I can see myself wasting hours in that place. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's nice, again, I, um, the skins are nice. There, there's a... I'd like to see some more of a payoff Anet, come on. For putting, I mean, like you said, you could spend hours in there trying to complete all this stuff, and what are you going to wind up with at the end? Some new skins and well, maybe some new achievements. They do. Who, know, who knows? Maybe there's a bag. Well, I understand that's what they do, but it's like when they, the price of say, a, you know, a legendary is a couple thousand gold. If you added up all the ingredients it takes to make it, you know, you could give us. <laughs> Yeah. Help us towards, help us so that when we do these little extra things, we're still working towards maybe the bigger goal of getting that legendary. You know, give us some gold, give us some, or some stuff that we can at least turn into gold. You can buy obsidian shards with the baubles. Oh, I can buy obsidian shards with karma. And I got karma <laughs> up the wazoo. I want I want money that I can get um, globs of ecto with, or I can get my onyx lodestones for God's sake, Scott. Yeah. Get the get the price of those things down there. They're almost up to two gold a piece right now, and you need a hundred of them. Yeah. I mean, just you know, it's fun to do these little things, but it would be nice if while doing them, I'm still earning, still doing, working towards the goals you had in the real game. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, it's like okay, the time all the time I'm spending playing Adventure Box, I'm not working towards the legendary, which I want to get. I got to kind of choose one or the other. It'd be nice if I could kind of do those two things simultaneously. I'm not saying they have to give me a ton, but at least give me something so that it feels like at least I have a chance of getting like a lodestone or a chance of getting some ecto or something yeah. to, to make me want to be in there besides just a, a skin. You know, if I it's, if my choice is work towards a legendary or get a skin, I'm going to work towards my legendary because yeah, because you're going to replace that <laughs> skin with a legendary in the end. With the legendary right? anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. That's that's uh, it's a you know. I'd like to see them kind of incorporate a little more reward into some of these things, especially things like this that can take a lot of your time up. Yeah. And I want to. I want to play it. I want to spend. I want to spend the time in there and play it because it's fun. And we were in there just for a little while before we started recording. It's fun. I want to do that, but I need more incentive than just a skin to do so. <laughs> Me, I don't. And I'm not going after a legendary. You're not working towards a legendary. So that will that will wrap it up. Uh, if you got a top three. Go ahead and email us at burninglocks at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at burninglocks. Let us know what your top three events were. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree? Do you think Lost Shores was better than most people think it was or are you on the bandwagon with us? Or do you think Halloween was better or maybe Winter's Day? Uh, let us know. Gmail, Twitter. Before we... Lost Shores, do you, do you go to that area at all now? No. Does anybody go there? I know some people go there for like lodestone farming and stuff. Or T6 map farming. Yeah. So, uh, I don't. I don't because I'm not concerned with such things. But I do hear people making groups and going there. So. Can you get lodestones off those guys? I don't know if you I'll can get looks. I, I, Everywhere I've read that no one's mentioned going there for lodestones. But. Yeah. It may just uh, be uh, the bloods. I think you can get bloods there. Really that. I know I know. There's one. there was one at one point in time, uh, Orc Realm Vein, that was a, a routinely spawning... They've changed that now to a regular instead of a rich vein. So not as popular anymore. Nope, not nearly as popular. I don't think it would have been nearly as popular had they actually made it more difficult to get at, too. 
But mm-hmm. with those all those kits that allowed you to go invisible, you could hide around that champion quite easily. So I, I could even with my guardian, I just run run up to it and I could pop Aegis twice <laughs> while he was attacking me, and I I could def- I could block his attacks long enough to harvest it. Nice, very nice. Guardians for the win. <laughs> of course. Um, before we get on out of here, I just, of course, want to mention this again, and I probably will until it's happened. Uh, Let's Play Green Bay is coming up April 12th through the 14th, 2013, at ShopGo Hall in Green Bay. Uh, if you don't know what Let's Play Green Bay is, it's basically a gaming convention, a tabletop gaming convention. You can meet game inventors, learn to play various games. There's going to be tournaments and leagues, life-size games, family and party games. Uh, the 501st is going to be there. If you don't know who the 501st are, that's the cosplaying stormtroopers from around the nation. They're, our local um, chapter will be there. It is $10 a day or $25 for the entire weekend. You can learn more at www.letsplaygreenbay.com or like them on Facebook at facebook.com backslash letsplaygreenbay. It is brought to you by Gnome Games, Powers Comics, Calliope Games, Out of the Box, Wiggles, PMI Shows and Events, and so on and so forth. So if you're in the greater Green Bay area, looking for something to do with your family over that weekend, get out there. It's going to be a good time. And that will do it. Um, that, that's a show. It's went longer than I thought it was going to go near an hour here. <laughs> <laughs> long Sometimes patch notes. Talkative. Yeah. Long patch notes and a really, really cool uh, event for April. That will do that. And I have a text message. <laughs> and that's the signal for the end. And that will be the end. So I have been your host, JC. He has been Rick. Still am. Until next time. Out, folks. Yeehaw. Jeremy Soul and remixed by Plasma 3 Music. No copyright infringement is intended.